Oh, here's the other thing. Eddie, I got candles for the cake. Mm-hmm. This is like seriously out of Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm the dumb <laughs> sitcom dad. I got candles for a cake at the dollar store, a three and a four. It was her 35th birthday. <laughs> Eddie, I got the wrong fucking year. Good job, man. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 238 of your favorite comedy podcast where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh. Eddie, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? How you doing this morning? <laughs> Can't complain. Yeah. I've been watching, unfortunately, a handful of these YouTuber videos mm-hmm. because there was this like pseudo fake controversy where this guy had a prank channel where he was pranking his family mm-hmm. and it was child abuse. I mean, he would prank his family and these, these pranks would start out seemingly innocent. Like, Hey, we pretended we put invisible ink on the ground. Mm-hmm. And when the kids get home, we're going to scream at them and say, Hey, who did this? You know, that sounds like a fun prank that you might pull on your kid. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, this video is okay. And then all of a sudden the mom comes flying in the room like, what the fuck? And she's yelling fuck <laughs> at like seven-year-olds and six-year-olds. And the oh, kids are crying, bawling their eyes out like, we didn't do it. We didn't do it. And all of a sudden the dad's like, it's a prank. And then the kids are laughing. And this is like the channel. Yeah. Them torturing their children. So do you, who's the dude? It's just some guy. It's just some dad from the South. And they have, you know, three, four, five hundred thousand followers. I went down this wormhole. Jeez, okay. Like we there I'm sure that people that listen to our show follow some famous YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And not just PewDiePie, but I don't I, I cannot name one other one. <laughs> can, can you name one other these people that it's like their own channel. There's um FoosyTube. Have you heard of FoosyTube? <laughs> FoosyTube. Yeah. He's no. like he was like I don't know if you I don't know much about YouTubers, mm-hmm. but I think he was like one of the more like original groups of people yeah. that blew up from YouTube. It's I only know of them because of my brother. My brother has told me about his videos. I think maybe is that it? We're too old? Mm, yeah, Like being mid-30s, early 30s is just... Yeah, I mean, because when YouTube came out, like we were already, you know, a little older sure. than, than the generation that would really sure. get into it. Like I still watch a bunch of YouTube. Like mm. the majority of my time I spend on my phone right. is watching videos. But not like but vlogger style exactly. yeah. things. And everyone's got a video game channel. Yeah. Everyone's like, hey, look, we're funny enough. I mean, how many times have we thought, let's have a video game <laughs> podcast. And so these people make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Except I guess YouTube. This is boring. This is getting boring. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. Okay. Yes. This one guy, his name's Phil DeFranco. And I've he has heard a of show. Him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like... He, he's he's kind of like us. He's just like a dorky, you know, probably mid thirty year old dude. Mm. But he's very corny, and I felt like him when I was like, you know, welcome to the show. <laughs> so we need more taglines and uh, catchphrases. Yeah, we, well, I, I mean, think. we've got our standbys. We got enough. So dick mouth, pussy uh, got wet, pussy got wet. I mean, those yeah. are the, all you need, man. Sacktown shotgun. He didn't have any catchphrases that said pussy though, which probably helps his popularity <laughs> and his growth. Like. You know, there's videos on YouTube now that you can't put ads on because they're rated controversial. Mm-hmm. And they would probably say our podcast is controversial just based on the, yeah. the sexual content. Definitely. So, yeah, you got to be squeaky clean these days, mm-hmm. my man. Anyhow, we're here and we're a day late. Yes. You know, people will go back and listen to the show and that's not going to mean anything <laughs> to them. But we posted the show a day late. Sorry about that. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Life happens. Where especially I've got baseball games till 10 p.m. at night with all these goddamn children I have. <laughs> Sometimes we just can't do the show. Yeah. Sorry, guys. And the next couple of weeks might be like that, too. Eddie actually is going out. Yes. On a trip. And so there will be a week that Eddie cannot do the show. That's true. So it won't be Dylan. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> and it won't be Mike Bodge. And it won't be Josh Redden. I, I don't know who it'll be. Maybe it'll be my wife. You know, if anyone at home has an opinion on this or a recommendation or a suggestion, let us know. Yeah, I've got a reco for you. Who? Um, 
what was his name? TJ? Oh, that guy. Yeah, that comedian yeah. meth smoker. <laughs> he was great. He was, yeah, he was awesome. Lots of people have asked for him to be on. I don't remember the name or the episodes of his shows, but they were early. Yeah. In the hundred. But he's got some crazy stories. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian in Austin who used to live here in Sacramento. Yeah, maybe I'll hit him up. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Otherwise, yeah, send us an email. Let us know who you want. And today's also 420. It is. Which you and I joked that too bad we couldn't have just gotten so high. Oh, man. Like, to the sky. It would have been awesome. And did a podcast. Like, I've never actually smoked out of, like, one of those six-foot bongs. That's so much smoke. (laughs) But, I mean... Maybe next year we could try that. A six-foot bong? Yeah. Where are we going to get a six-foot bong? I don't, can you rent one? Because I don't want to buy one. <laughs> Why don't we just buy like a rent? Can you rent a six-foot bong from like the party supply house? We'll rent a bounce house, six-foot bong. Some folding chairs. <laughs> just the whole thing. That would be a pretty fun thing to rent like for a bachelor party. Yeah. Because that's the kind of thing you don't want to own. Like where, as grownups with children, mm-hmm. where am I going to hide? I mean, my wife and I have a hard enough time hiding a vibrator <laughs> in the house. Um, Cause that's the thing too. Like, I don't know if I should. So there's this. a vibrator in this house. There is. You've Multiple. given me a goal. <laughs> Find it, put it on Patreon. <laughs> we can sell it. But think about it. Like, it's not like finding something. Okay. And, and the vibrator that I shouldn't talk about this. This is a violation of my wife's privacy. I think so. All right, fine. <laughs> crossing the line <laughs> my point being is that you have to hide this stuff yeah i can hide it in a shoebox in my closet mm-hmm. you know that's where i think parents love to hide stuff <laughs> shoebox in the closet because the kids will never figure it out <laughs> and so we're going to hide a six-foot bong yeah i mean it would have to be like an art piece that you could display mm-hmm. and you know maybe it doesn't actually look like a bong over the mantle but yeah but you can smoke out of it okay so it's just like a long black cool tube that's a piece of art almost like a like a dildo or a vibrator (laughs) like you were talking about my kids wouldn't even know what it was that they found it i mean yeah some long cool that's so much smoke though back to that yes like i remember in college when i used to smoke all the time clearing like a one foot bong Mm -hmm. and you know it's in the chamber it's huge and then you're so high yeah so six feet of smoke in your lungs would kill you (laughs) our old ass man lungs the yeah. show would be worse than a drunk show, probably. I'm sure there's videos on YouTube of someone clearing one of those, but I can't imagine like the average person or even the average stoner right. could clear a whole six foot bong. Can you clear six feet of oxygen? <laughs> like, like that's <laughs> yeah. a lot. You got to have strong lungs. Okay, Michael Phelps, man. He's Michael probably, Phelps. He's probably doing that shit. Guarantee that guy gets hella high. Yeah, and he's... then he swims like a whole lap before he blows the smoke out. <laughs> Seriously. Well, he's like, look, I got the best lungs on earth. <laughs> It takes a lot of weed to get me <laughs> yeah, high. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, now that he's out of the Olympics, he's probably getting high all the time. Oh, yeah. Does he live in California or Colorado? Probably both. He's probably got yeah, places. Where the weed comes easy? Yeah. Well, look, happy 420 to you. Do you know why they call it 420, Eddie? Uh, I mean, I know the, the supposed alleged story behind it. Yeah, yes. what's the story you heard? Um, it was a code for like this these group of kids. Um back in the day when they were in high school Mm -hmm. and like i guess that's the time they met yes school or something like that that's what they say it's not like a penal code for Mm -hmm. weed it's not anything like that but literally it's that on the nose Mm -hmm. that in the 70s i googled this (laughs) i did a little research for the show this is now a podcast where i research stories and we talk about it yes (laughs) and but it's true it's that simple that in the 70s these kids in central california would meet at 420 and the researchers assume that's because you're out of school, but you're not home. Mm-hmm. So you can get high, hang out for an hour, and then go home for dinner. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. <laughs> and which became 420, April 20th. And it's so silly. Yeah. So silly. As I was doing the research, though, I found out something fun about weed, where people that take it medicinally, like actual hardcore, like, I'm a four-year-old child and I have epilepsy mm-hmm. and it's cured my epilepsy. Like you can't just look at weed and just like pull out one compound. Mm-hmm. There's like 500 crazy compounds in it. Like it's actually very, very complicated. And that's called the entourage effect. Which okay. I thought was a fun way of describing what that is. You know, it's crazy. Cause you said there's 500 compounds in weed. Mm-hmm. I read an article pretty recently where the DEA, I think like just approved a synthetic marijuana. Hmm. Um, 
What and does that mean? Like grown in a lab or something? It's not grown. It's like just chemicals put together to oh, okay. give you the effects of THC, I guess. Okay, so it's nothing natural about it. No. Per se. Okay. Um, so, and it's made by a company who's known for making like addictive op- opioids or whatever. Great. Um, and they're saying that it's less harmful and less um, risky than real marijuana because you know the exact compounds that are going into it. Nah. But like that doesn't make any fucking sense. Like right. it could be all poison and you know it's all poison. Right. But that makes it better because you know that it's all poison. Yeah, people who take heroin aren't like, "Oh, this is the purest heroin." <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to smoke this pure crack rock. Yeah. yeah. No. And yeah, and if it, an opioid company is doing it, and then that means there's going to be lobbyists behind it. Yeah. And they'll make laws that make it okay. Yeah, and like the company that makes this synthetic weed has also um, like contributed to anti um, legalization of marijuana of campaigns and shit. So obviously, it's it's just about making money. Not to get like all Joe Rogan here <laughs> on the show, but it doesn't take a genius to figure out like alcohol and all those people. They don't want weed mm-hmm. to be legal, yeah, because people it'll take away from their market share, and so they're gonna help get legislation passed to you know demonize weed the attorney general of the united states yeah. thinks weed is bad it's crazy and then how are you gonna be like our lawyer america's number one lawyer and here we are in california where everyone's like weed's cool it's fine mm-hmm. look at colorado they've made billions of dollars <laughs> yeah. but meanwhile like our one of our bosses is standing above us like weed is for naughty people who do yeah. naughty things we're so weird america's so weird. we should be 50 different countries for Seriously. christ's sake yeah really should be. That'd be be crazy. What if all of a sudden, like, you know how in Syria and Iraq and all these places where there's these real hardcore civil wars, Mm -hmm. what if that shit really went down where it was like (laughs) California versus Texas? I shouldn't even say Texas. That's not fair to Texas. (laughs) But so many people live in both California and Texas, let's just say the populations. Mm -hmm. And we're literally like bombing Texas. (laughs) Like what, like the California, what would it even be? Like our, we don't have our own air force. Republic of California. Something would happen. Like I, I, these days, man, I don't even know. Like, could that be that far off, or just something insane happens? I already feel like Berkeley last weekend. Mm-hmm. There was like riots at Berkeley because the alt right were against the Antifa, like anti-fascism people. Mm-hmm. That's like a civil war, yeah, in a way. Yeah. So why not take it to the next level? Once these guys start carrying guns legally and stuff like that, it could be madness, any madness. So I got to get yourself a gun, man. A guns. <laughs> I need like a turret. I need, to, yeah, my house, I need to start man. walking around with a bulletproof vest, like 50 cent or something. Seriously. Well, you you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> you know how uncomfortable I would be if you had a gun on you right now? <laughs> like, and not just because I don't like guns, like I'm fine with guns. But if all of a sudden everyone around you had a gun on them. Yeah. Oh, forget it. End it all. Kill me. I don't want to live in that kind of world. Yeah. I remember uh, in college, I knew this kid who would like go to parties and with a concealed carry. And you couldn't drink, right? Yeah. You're not allowed to. Yeah. And he was like, say, like he, I mean, he was really responsible about it, but it's like, do you really need to bring a gun to every fucking college party you go to? Like, what if I don't care about him? He's responsible. What if someone just grabs yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not like the gun has a lock pad on it. Probably has like a little <laughs> metal clasp that someone comes up behind him. Maybe he's talking to some girl, flirting. Mm-hmm. Somebody slips up behind him, takes the gun. Hello, that could happen. Yeah. That's like my kids. I am crazy about my kids wearing a helmet mm-hmm. and they always say dad we're not gonna fall we're not gonna fall i say i'm not worried about you you're <laughs> fine we're not gonna fall and hit your head i'm worried about some dumbass car yeah running your ass over i got people in my neighborhood that drive insane <laughs> they will run you over do you hear about that football player who no. backed over his own kid oh yeah i did he killed his own three-year-old That's daughter crazy. on accident yeah he wasn't drunk he was just like i mean we've all been there mm-hmm. And so, like, it's another thing. I'm, like, crazy. Like, where are the kids? I need to have <laughs> yeah. a visual of every kid. I'm backing up. Any kid in a two-mile radius. I got to see you. I got to have eyes on you. You make them, like, sing the whole time. Right, like, ring radio. a bell. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, we're here. Because that happens. And now that guy, for the rest of his life, I mean, you and I both have three-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And to think, just imagine, like, you hear, like, the dunk or crunch. Yeah. And then there she is, laying on the ground because you ran her over. And she didn't die on the scene, which is almost even worse. Like yeah. she died for hours until they got her to the hospital. Oh my god, yeah, it's horrible. Oh my god. So let's get super high, <laughs> six foot long, and just drive backwards through the whole through the whole <laughs> With neighborhood. With helmets on. With helmets on. 
God damn it. <laughs> so I don't even know how we got there. Make my kids wear helmets. Uh, um, force people to not have guns, guns, whatever. Yeah. We're all over the place. Different countries. America's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the moral of the story. So, yeah, 420, 500 compounds. Oh, yeah, opioids. Yes. Okay. Uh, watch out. <laughs> Don't, don't smoke synthetic weed. Smoke the real shit. You know, get it from a local, local artisanal grown <laughs> weed too, guys. So anyhow, it's been fun. It was Easter, mm-hmm. you know, which is always fun. I like Easter because it sort of stands on an island, whereas Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, they're called the holidays because mm-hmm. it's just boom, 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 boom. But by now we haven't had a real holiday in like four months. So it's fun to have another like... Let's drink and let's eat a shit ton of candy. In the name of the resurrection of Christ. In that, because he came back to life. <laughs> he came back to life. How can people believe that that's true and no one comes back to life now? Like, I know he was the son of God, so he had certain powers, mm-hmm. but doesn't it just stand to reason that if one person came back to life, or like, why wouldn't God have more sons or daughters? It's got to be the right time, man. I think it's coming. <laughs> the rapture. When the rapture comes, then he'll come and, uh, and let everyone know. I think so. That's but, what the rapture is when God comes back and like makes himself seen. I think so. Okay. But I like, I also think that if somebody was, you know, like saying that they were Jesus in this day and age, no one would fucking believe him. They would think he's crazy. They'd I say mean, fly. Yeah, exactly. Do a like, trick. Here, my son's blind. Can you do something about that? He's right, like, fix ah, him. I'm, I'm tired today, guys. I'm going to go take a nap and right. maybe we'll try again. Or they, we would kill him because, you know, he was just too <laughs> much of an outsider. But I think even if he did, like, say, cure blindness for somebody mm-hmm. or cure leprosy, not that that's necessarily around anymore. Maybe. But I don't think people, I think people would still be skeptical. I think you're right. You know what I mean? They would just be like, no, that, that's fake. That this guy's obviously, obviously an actor or something like that. Right. The so. liberal left would shut him down, <laughs> shut him down. So yeah, so in our house, and I think in yours clearly, Easter is just about a bunny, mm-hmm. which I think is funny too. Like I should have Googled that. Like at what point did that become popular? Because if it wasn't for the Easter bunny, I wouldn't celebrate Easter at all. I mean, okay. I would have zero religious reason to do anything other than like, oh boy, I guess there's a holiday today that Christian people celebrate, mm-hmm. but Easter, <laughs> where I can lie to my children and hide eggs and eat all their candy. Yeah. You know, that's the best part. You have kids, you get to eat their candy. And like I was saying, nothing's really happened. This is like April. We need a holiday. Mm-hmm. It comes out like a shining beacon. But, and I went camping. And so all I did was eat and drink. And it was a great time. And then I did that thing where I feel like I had to press the reset button, Eddie. Okay. <laughs> and not really on drinking. Like drinking's whatever. But I was like, I, I got to get on a diet. Mm-hmm. I got to get back to business like i'm getting older now you know i don't want to be one of these guys where i'm in my mid-30s and let's say i gain like 10 pounds a year Mm -hmm. which is not that hard to do at all so i gain 10 pounds a year by the time i'm 40 i'd be you know 40 50 pounds heavier yeah and having to lose that much weight at that age sounds really hard (laughs) yeah we're getting older dog (laughs) i don't want to alienate i'm saying dog (laughs) i don't want to alienate our younger listeners with their fast metabolism and their long hard cocks (laughs) But can you start calling me cat? Cat? <laughs> dog? What's up, cool cat? I look like I'm some like jazz, <laughs> black jazz dude from the 70s. Yes. Uh, no, I can't do that. Damn it. Sorry. But either way, I'm trying this keto diet thing. Oh, okay. It's like the new Atkins. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm on Atkins again. I don't think it's very new, though. No, it's not new at all. Yeah. I just mean it's not cool to be on Atkins mm-hmm. because he had a heart attack or he slipped in ice or I don't know. Because I did Atkins once, and I got so skinny that my dad thought I had AIDS. He told me I have AIDS. <laughs> Jesus. You know, which I guess sort of means that he probably, it's also like calling me gay. <laughs> like, if you tell a man that he has AIDS, you're telling him he's skinny, deathly, and you're using being gay as a pejorative. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think men often catch AIDS from women, right? I think, I've, I've read a statistic that that's very, very rare. Okay. Anyways, whatever. I'm on a fucking <laughs> diet now, Eddie, and I hate it. Do you? Well, it's because it's the first week. Oh, okay. And so what I would do is I would shame eat all the time where I feel like, like we finished the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, 10 o'clock at night and I feel hungry. I'm downstairs all alone. (laughs) Nobody can see me. And I just go in the pantry 
and all the bags of chips start shaking. <laughs> like they're like quivering. Talking to you. Because they know I'm just going to put a hurting on them. <laughs> and, and I just eat this food and I'm like, you're terrible. And in the moment, I'm like, I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, flip-flop guy's uh, voicemail. Yeah. It's like when you're in the middle of having sex, you don't care what's happening. Mm-hmm. When you're in the middle of like putting salt and sugar in your mouth, <laughs> the world could be ending and you don't even care. You feel so good. Mm-hmm. And I miss that feeling. And I realized it was like, I'm doing this too much. I got to stop. So I'm cold turkey, no sugar, no carbs. Okay. And um, just pray for me. Yeah, good luck with that. What am I going to do over the weekend when I need to have a drink? You know? You can still drink, though, on keto, right? Yeah, it's got it. Yeah, and you know, I can have like a vodka soda. Yeah. But here's the other thing, too, is because nothing, food wasn't special anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? It wasn't like, oh, we're going out to pizza tonight. It was like, oh, we're going to pizza. Yeah. I got pizza every week now. I have twice a week. Like, who cares? <laughs> and so now when I get to enjoy food because it's I haven't had pizza in weeks, I think it's better that way. It's like you're depriving yourself. Yeah. If you're having sex every day, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and I wish I was. Living the dream. But if you have sex, you know, quarterly like me, sometimes bi-yearly. <laughs> people ask me if I'm bi. I'm like, yeah, I have sex bi-yearly. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, uh, it's better though. When you have it, you know, once a week, it's yeah, whatever. No, it's not <laughs> fine. I'm on a diet. Yes. All right. So wish me luck. So how long you, do you plan on doing this diet for? Is it a long, uh, a long probably two, thing? three weeks oh, just okay. to get like a good base. I gotcha. got to drop like 20 LBs, 15. You, you think you do that in three weeks? I do. Okay. I think I was eating so much food that just now being eating re- reasonably, mm-hmm. I'm going to just naturally lose weight. Yeah. Definitely. Like, I think it's at some point, if you're that heavy, it's harder to stay fat. Like, consider <laughs> how much food you have to eat to be one of these people that are like, I can't leave the house. Yeah. Like, you have to eat so much. There's so much effort that goes into this. Oh, yeah. I was just binge eating like twice a day, not all day. Yeah. But I think also it's the, the food choices that True. they make. Like, it doesn't take much food from mcdonald's to you know eat ten thousand calories that's true i don't think i I, I think you're probably right i've never tried it but i can't wait for people to write in and be like the keto diet is for idiots (laughs) you're an idiot i mean i kind of know that i know it's kind of stupid but it'll just jump start me yeah rules like very very strict rules and it's very strict well i mean all more power to you man all right this is boring (laughs) let's move on so what else is going on oh somebody wrote in because it was kind of a crazy week on in the news where um, Aaron Hernandez killed himself mm-hmm. in jail. How does that still happen? I mean, I think it happens all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to have sheets, right? Right. Like, do they have to have special prison sheets? Or isn't there cameras in every room? Like, maybe have like a, now you can't have a blood, I was going to say a heart rate monitor. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. I don't think there is a camera in every room, though. Yeah, it's probably expensive. But yeah, I don't know. Mm. Like, they can't just get a mattress. Like, do you need sheets? I mean, I don't. Right. <laughs> or to give them. Well, I, you can use your pants, right? You can use your shirt. I don't know. It's crazy. So you just got to be naked in a and that's furnitureless it. cell. Yeah, for your own good. <laughs> I feel bad for him, though. Like, no one should go out like that. Like, I know he was convicted for life, but, ugh, and he's got a wife and kid. I mean, and... I, don't, I don't feel bad for him. No. Because, I mean,. Did he do, like, did he commit that? I think he was uh, committed of killing one guy. Okay. For sure. And then he killed himself. Right. Like, he made that choice. I know, I know. I, but so. I still feel bad that he felt that way. Like, he, that's not an easy decision to make. No. And the way he went out, too, where he was, like, choking to death, mm. you know, that was very premeditated. And I feel bad that him as a person had to feel that. I don't feel bad that he's dead. Like, he made that choice. Yeah. But I guess the human part of me just feels bad that a guy had to do that but whatever that and then bill o'reilly happy story (laughs) that piece of shit yes finally that guy i mean how many times eddie if i told you that i had to pay off a girl one time (laughs) because i sexually abused her or harassed her or something Mm -hmm. you'd say oh my god what dan what's wrong with you man yeah how much money do you have to pay her off is it worth it? <laughs> no, but I mean, and this guy is over the years to come to find out has they've had to like give settlements. Yeah. And you know, people like that will say it's easier just to give someone money. Like when you're in the public eye, people say that you touch them. That's not true. Yeah. There's hundreds and hundreds of men in the public eye that don't have women say that they sexually harass them. Yeah. 
If that yes, maybe once in a while, but it's not like Matt Damon and uh, I don't know Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> Tom Cruise. You know, it doesn't happen to guys like that because guess what? They're not doing it. Yeah, where there's smoke, there's goddamn fire. Oh, definitely. So, and same with like our president for crying out loud. <laughs> I'm glad Bill O'Reilly got fired for it, but Trump won, and it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. So I like if you told me one time that you paid. Yeah. Had to pay off some woman. I'd be on your side and be like, oh, she's just trying to get money. You're right. You're trying to push this away. But if it's multiple times, I mean, like you mm-hmm. said, whether there's smoke, there's fire. I'd be like, I can't hang out with you anymore. You fucking perv. Like, <laughs> sorry, bro. So I get one. <laughs> you get one. And then get after one. that. It's... Oh, man. I got to make yeah. it good. <laughs> hey, by the way, patreon.com <laughs> slash SIF show. If you want to contribute to my uh, one time sexual payoff <laughs> fund. And how much money does a guy like me have to pay off? Like yeah. 200 bucks? <laughs> 300 bucks? I mean, and then what? She doesn't tell my wife? Yeah. Like, or what? She doesn't tell my boss? Like, keeps the story quiet? And it's just sexual harassment, right? Like, if you're going to spend yeah. $300 on someone at the office, why don't you go to a strip club? And- right. <laughs> For me to tell some girl, like, hey, I saw you bending over, honey. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you just sexually harassed me. Like, yeah, if it's just harassment, I didn't touch anybody. <laughs> What if I I have to pay her three hundred dollars to keep her quiet, but then I have to pay a lawyer like ten grand <laughs> to draft up all these NDAs and contracts? No, that's when you go to uh, Legal Zoom. Legal Zoom. <laughs> Check them out. New sponsor of the show. I think that's a, a market they have to tap. <laughs> yes. You know where if you sexually harass someone, you need to pay them off. Like Bill O'Reilly called the Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> Come to Legal Zoom. Blue Apron. Squarespace. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Oh, hey, I was on another podcast. Yes, I, I listened to that. Yeah, so this guy Grant, he runs a podcast called Podcast of the Day, mm-hmm. where he interviews people, kind of reviews their show, and he had me on to talk about Say It For The Show, and I posted it on our website, mm-hmm. sayitforthe You can try to find it. It's through this thing called Anchor, but I even told him, I was like, dude, you guys are a podcast network. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even link to it. Like, yeah. it's very hard for people to find this thing, like, <laughs> I mean, you're a company yeah. with like lots of people work there and their <laughs> livelihood depends on this and it's hard to get your product. Like it's the, the media. I was on his podcast and I can't even share it. So I was like, dude, give me the MP3 and I'll put it on my own channel. Oh, okay. But I didn't put it in the RSS feed. So if you're at home and you think like, oh, I didn't see that. The only way you can listen to it is if you go to saveforthe I posted it there. Yeah. Because I didn't want to put it on our feed. I feel like that's kind of sacred. Yeah. So if you want to listen to it, it's short and it's fun. And so, yeah, thanks for having me on, though. Yeah. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to Grant. Uh, I watched Moonlight. Oh, nice. Have you seen that movie? I have not. Um, It's good. Yeah. It's sad. Really, uh, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's the kind of thing now where if you haven't seen it, I feel bad for you as I did for myself mm-hmm. because it's the, the buzz around it was deafening. Yeah. There's just no way unless the movie changed your life mm-hmm. that it would live up to those expectations. It was a nice movie. Um, and I definitely recommend watching it. And I met the guy who I told you this, I think mm-hmm. the guy who directed it, his name is Barry Jenkins and a guy who's been on the show our podcast a couple of times, Mike Ramirez. Mm-hmm. He's a, a real life friend of mine. He lives in San Francisco. I went and met Mike like four years ago at a party and I met this guy and he's like, yeah, I, I make films. And I'm like, oh, sure you do. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm, I'm a comedian. I have a podcast. <laughs> but we got along. It was really cool. We talked about Albie Sure for like 20 minutes. Oh, nice. Sure enough, it's Barry Jenkins. It's just, it's like the, direct, the Academy Award winning director of Moonlight. Yeah, that's crazy. And I thought to myself, I should hit him up. <laughs> but then I thought, oh, God, how many people on earth are oh, yeah. Barry? I met you at an advertising party four years ago. <laughs> we really talked about I'll be sure for 20 minutes. Uh, will you buy my podcast <laughs> or introduce me to Steven Spielberg? Or, I mean, what would we even what say? What if he's super cool? He's oh, he's hella like, cool. He was so cool. Well, then maybe he'd be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I listen to the podcast, man. It's good shit. I don't think he does. Reminds me of uh, telling someone about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, let's, I want to be your advocate. Yeah. Maybe I should. I'll reach out to him. <laughs> And that'll be our, our our big leg up. Yes. He'll introduce us to, I don't know, Netflix execs, Eddie, <laughs> and then they're going to buy the podcast. The thing I want to talk about, I didn't want to talk about the movie. 
I want, I, my wife has like hacked the library where the public library, if you haven't been there in years, man, it, you can get movies there, brand new movies, mm-hmm. obviously books, audiobooks. You can download books on your Kindle from the library. Yeah. So if you don't have a library card, I think that was a real treat of mine a few weeks ago. So Moonlight came from the library. Like my wife said, when Moonlight's available, look, if you're in a hurry to get it, go get it at a Redbox. Yeah. But if you're like me and you're like, eh, fine, when the movie comes in, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Get it from the library. So I watched the actual real DVD. Nice. And I don't want to say I, I haven't watched a real DVD like that in a while. And it was so st- the menus and DVDs are so bad. <laughs> like, how come that technology hasn't changed? <laughs> you know, you, people now understand what user interfaces are. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone's now an expert on like Netflix has a great user interface. It's um, Facebook is a user interface. Like people are used to seeing information clicking things Mm -hmm. and dvd menus are like the final frontier or the first frontier of just bad awful where you would never go to like how websites were in like 1995 where it's like a big picture and then there's just like the cop there's text everywhere you don't really know where to click Mm -hmm. you know things are hard to see it's hard to get back and that hasn't changed and that's crazy to me yeah totally but it's just a DVD. Like, there's no brain. It can't be a computer. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, because you can't have, like, a cursor, you know, like, move freely on the screen. Right. Like, even if you did have, like, a wireless, I don't know, wand or mouse or something. Right. Because it would have to compute. Right? right. Yeah. Well, even Xbox and all those don't have, like, a wireless wand or a yeah. laser <laughs> for you to click on. But those just feel and act better. It's a pain in the ass. Somebody needs to fix that shit. Maybe that's that's where you make your uh, passive income. You, like, oh, you just design it and then done. I got to get that passive income. <laughs> got to get it. So over the weekend, too, it was my wife's birthday. Mm-hmm. And I'm so bad at birthdays. <laughs> the worst. I hate giving gifts. I love my wife with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Like She's everything to me. And it sucks because for her, her one of like love languages is she likes gifts. Mm-hmm. She likes getting them. And it really breaks my heart. We've been together now long enough that she understands that she, like if I wanted to marry a slutty girl, I should have married a slutty girl. <laughs> she should have married a guy who just likes giving gifts. <laughs> like when you're in a relationship, it just doesn't work out that way. Like, so she knows if I give her a piece of shit gift, mm-hmm. that's not me telling her I love her. I don't think she's a piece of shit just because I gave her a really <laughs> bad gift. And so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I have a great idea. We're going camping mm-hmm. and her birthday's on Monday. So we're camping on Saturday. I'll go to the store. I'll buy some decorations and I'll do like a mini surprise thing. I'll buy her a cake. Mm-hmm. And so where do you think I went to get decorations for her birthday? The dollar store? To the fucking dollar <laughs> store, Eddie. So like some cheap <laughs> Jew bastard dad, instead of going to, I don't even know, party, party city, like a party store, mm-hmm. I went to the dollar store <laughs> And I bought birthday hats and streamers. And when I get in the dollar store, that must be how like rich people feel when they go to the mall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, totally. just like bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and you're like, put that in the mo- put, put that in the cart. Yeah, you want to get that? Put that in the cart. Like, and then it's twelve dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's nothing. And you feel like a king. Oh yeah. And so that's how I felt. I said, let me get some of these birthday hats. I'll get some streamers. <laughs> I'll get a centerpiece. I got all this stuff put it in the car and went home and like right when I pulled in the house something happened the kids were on fire or who knows <laughs> but I kind of had to get out of the car quickly mm-hmm. and like 20 minutes later uh Nicole's all Danny <laughs> and sure enough she went in the car <laughs> I left the whole goddamn bag there and she saw a bag from the dollar store just sitting there mm-hmm. in the car and thought what the hell is this opened it up and there they were so I ruined the surprise. Yeah. You know, I couldn't get out of it. And I at first I was like, why did you tell me? <laughs> you know, you could have just pretended. Yeah. And then acted surprised. <laughs> and I kind of feel like that's some horse shit I would pull. Yeah. Where I would be so worried about hurting my wife's feelings that I wouldn't tell her I found it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I actually did that one year. I found a small Christmas present and I didn't bring it out and go, ooh, 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 <laughs> look what I found. I just acted and just that I lied to her. <laughs> And acted surprised when I got it. So she could have done that, but she didn't. And she told me, and then she's like, 
and these are from the dollar store. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I had the best of intentions. I spent no money on her, mm-hmm. and then I still brought it. And then when I made her little thing at the campsite, <laughs> it looked so sad. <laughs> Like the hats, okay, the hats, the birthday hats, mm-hmm. which are a cone of paper and a elastic string. The string wasn't even attached to the hats. <laughs> you had to attach the string yourself. They were that cheap. Nice. And then the cones, they weren't even like, they clicked together. You had to build the cone. Oh, okay. Attach the yeah. string. So all of a sudden I had to spend an hour <laughs> making six hats instead of spending $2 to buy better ones. Yeah. It's not saving me any money. <laughs> it's costing me money. And it looks like shit. My wife was annoyed and I felt like a jerk. <laughs> That's funny how like different our wives are, even though they're sisters and mm-hmm. they look a lot of like. Yeah. Like I think my wife would be super excited. She's like, oh, and you went to the dollar store, like proud of me. Like, how cute. Cause she's like, my li- my wife loves a bargain. Yeah. You know? no, so, listen, Nicole is too. I guess your wife has a very low bar. Yeah, I think she does. <laughs> I think she does. Your wife's Which a lot nicer I than Nicole so too. I am so happy for. I know. Yeah. Well, look, my wife's rude. You just, you just <laughs> called Nicole a bitch. I'm going to tell you. I said that. nothing <laughs> like that. So, but we still had a great time and I snuck a cake on the trailer and that was a lot of fun. So yeah, shout out to her. Yes. Who doesn't? Who just listen to the show? <laughs> HBD. But yeah. Oh, here's the other thing, Eddie. I got candles for the cake. Mm-hmm. This is like seriously out of Everybody Loves Raymond. I'm the <laughs> dumb sitcom dad. I got candles for a cake at the dollar store. A three and a four. It was her 35th birthday. <laughs> Eddie, I got the wrong fucking year. Good job, man. I mean, that is so stupid. I knew. No, but that's a compliment, man. Right? Well, that's what I said. I said, well, you're 34 today because your birthday is tomorrow. So this is actually accurate because you <laughs> yeah. are 34. Yeah. You know, maybe that's what the birthday cake should say, your current <laughs> age and not what you're going to be. Yeah. And I felt so stupid. Like she were, she was giving me a hard time. She was, I think, happy that I did something. Mm-hmm. But then after the wrong date thing, I just said, man, I can't win. I cannot cannot win i think you did it on purpose for the story for the show it would seem like it <laughs> right well it would have been better if she threw the cake at me or i fell in the fire yeah and, but no the other night she woke up with the baby at like 1 a.m mm-hmm. and i didn't even hear it i was dead asleep mm-hmm. and she went and laid in the baby's bed for a moment and ended up falling asleep okay. and then sure enough at 6 a.m or whenever it was time to get up She came in and said, how did you not know I was gone? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, I was in Quinn's room laying in her bed for five hours and you never came and got me. I said, I was sleeping. She said, yeah, but you didn't realize I was gone. What if I got kidnapped? Then you wouldn't even know until the morning. And I said, you mean to tell me someone's going to break into our house so silently, so silently, turn off our alarm, Mm -hmm. not upset the dog, get past all my booby traps you know, all my guns and they're going to take you out of the bed and you're not going to thrash or (laughs) scream or do anything. And you're going to leave. I'm going to sleep. And then by that time you'll be like, you know, like a a sex girl in Mexico (laughs) or Canada. And she was actually mad at me. (laughs) And she gave me permission to talk about this on the show. She was, her feelings were hurt. She said, that I didn't wake up. Like she, you didn't reach out once and wonder where I was. I said, when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Yeah, like totally. I'm not actively wondering where you're at. <laughs> Can I not think about you when I'm sleeping? <laughs> I think about you all day, girl. But sleep time, can I not think about you? You sh- you should have lied to her and been like, yeah, I went in the room and you guys just look so cute. And I just thought you wanted to enjoy that moment. So I'm okay lying to her. <laughs> if I find a birthday gift, I should have totally lied to her. <laughs> and I would have felt nothing. Like, I think when you first start dating someone, you you say, I'll never lie to you. Mm-hmm. I feel like my wife and I tell each other stupid lies like that all the time. <laughs> where she'll say, hey, what were you doing downstairs? And I say, uh... <laughs> I was working on my computer when I was actually eating chips. Yeah. Or she'll say, hey, is the laundry done? And I'll say, oh, it's almost done. And it's not done at all. And I have to you know, beat ass. I guess those are white lies. Yeah. Or in your case, brown lies. Oh. <laughs> so racist, man. Sorry. Sorry. So she was mad. What are you going to do? Nothing. All right. Buddy. Yes, sir. Let's do. We got a voicemail. 
Oh, okay. Let's do a voicemail. If anyone else out there wants to send us a voicemail, you can. Savertheshow.com slash contact. There's a voicemail line. Or if you want to have the best quality possible, use your phone, record something, and then just email it to us. Savertheshow at gmail.com. Here we go. Hi, Dan and Eddie. Uh, Grant here. Uh, first time, long time. Calling in from Different the uh, lovely okay. Lancaster, Pennsylvania. East Coast represent. Uh, some demographics, uh, white guy, obviously, uh, 35 and I'm a moist man. Uh, I can't even fathom the alternative. What kind of monsters are out there jerking it dry? Your terrible people, uh, come into the light. Uh, wondering if, uh, you two fine gentlemen could, uh, tell us about maybe your worst coworker you've ever had or your, uh, worst experience while on the job. Dan, I know you work from home, so who knows what kind of uh, existential nightmares you're getting into there now. But uh, maybe uh, dip back into your past a little bit and uh, tell us about some things there. Anyhow, uh, thanks for the great work, fellas. Uh, Keep it up. PGW. PSW. Thanks. Grant. Different Grant. That's what I was saying. Not the same Grant from Anger. Thank you. Yes. It sounded like you recorded that in a studio. (laughs) I can dig that. So I sent you this one ahead of time because this is a tough one to put you on the spot for. Yeah. But I had a hard time kind of thinking of the worst coworker. You know, I didn't. I never worked with somebody who was racist or weird or disgusting. Everybody was usually pretty on the level. There were a couple of weird ones. Did people pop out at you that there was someone you worked with that was just yes. awful? Yeah. Yes. One in particular, my first uh, advertising boss. Oh yeah, that guy. Um. Yeah, man. He was like he gave me anxiety like Mm -hmm. i developed anxiety working there to the point where i was like getting like chest pains and shit and i actually went to the doctor and said i think i might have a heart attack soon because i'm getting chest pains that is awful yeah and he told me it was just stress but um yeah he like it was like being in an uh, abusive relationship Mm -hmm. like he was always like cutting people down like like hardcore in front of everyone else and then he'd call you into his office and be like, you know, you know, you know, I really like you. I think you're a great worker and kind Jeez. of try to build you up. But then the next day, if I can cut you down. And he was always that's, like, that's super abusive. Yeah. It, and everybody was like aware of it. They're like, he's mm. like an abusive boyfriend. And Man. Yeah. It was so crazy. And he was one of those guys that always wanted to be the one with the big idea. Okay. So like he would like hold on to the creative brief for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then be like, hey, guys, we need to come up with some ideas in two days because we got to pitch this. And he's like, so I need some ideas. And then we'd like go and think and come back. And then he'd be like, those are all shit. I've got some ideas that I've already been thinking about so we can work on it. And we're like, dude, right. you had three weeks to think about this. You're giving us two days. Like so weird. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was just a, a weird awful person yeah. I'm sorry to hear that yeah but I mean you know I, I learned a lot there I grew a lot yeah and uh, yeah I can't can't uh, complain I guess you kind of have to have a shitty boss or coworker like that to realize how good you do have it yeah when you have a good boss well I should just what if I talked a bunch of shit about my boss right now <laughs> <laughs> no, my boss is cool um, so the only thing I could think of is I was a server once mm-hmm. and the bartender was so old and so mean and kind of like your old boss he was that kind of mean where someone's always like, I'm joking. Yeah. Don't be so thin-skinned. <laughs> you don't even know how to take a joke. And you think, dude, this isn't funny. Kind of like what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Those people that thought they weren't abusing their kids. Yeah. They would say, we don't hit our kids. You know, at least we're not hitting our kids. Yeah. And you think to yourself, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> have you ever heard of verbal abuse or mental abuse? Yeah. And there was this is the worst part about that story. There was one kid in particular in the family that 90% of the pranks were pulled on. Oh, really? So it was not like an equal opportunity yeah. pranking situation. This one poor kid. I mean, if you watch these videos, you're, it's going to kill you because yeah. you have children to see the anguish on these kids' face. And then the guy came out and he's like, oh, actually, the videos are fake. And people said, no, they're not. <laughs> they're not fake. And then he erased everything. Yeah. And now he's gone. Like, just like that, like you shine a light on these cockroaches mm-hmm. and then they scatter. And then they, the funniest thing about this, they really doubled down. They were like, they made videos saying, no one understands us. We, we're not going to apologize. And now poof, they're gone. <laughs> Just like that. Anyhow, this guy was that kind of mean. Mm-hmm. He was abusive. And one time I gave him a cup of coffee because I didn't drink coffee at the time. I was making a drink. The coffee was kept at the drink station. He's like, hey, I need a cup of coffee. Pour me a cup of coffee. And I poured it like half full because mm-hmm. I thought people need to put cream in there. <laughs> 
you don't put like a half a <laughs> cup of cream and coffee? And he like pushed it back at me like and spilled coffee over. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, just like a, a crazy. I'm sorry. I don't drink coffee. I'm 18 years old. <laughs> you know, I, back then, 18 year olds didn't really drink coffee. Yeah. You didn't start drinking coffee till you were in high school or uh, college. Now everyone <laughs> drinks coffee. I don't drink coffee. Well, you know what I mean. Like kids in high school are Fuck that shit. drinking fraps and shit. Well, unicorn fraps? Unicorn fraps. God damn it. The only other bad job I had once where I worked in an office with 20 women. And I was literally <laughs> the only guy. Man. Period. And I was married, so it wasn't one of those situations or mm. anything like that. And I hated it so much, Eddie. I would, nobody ever went out to lunch. They would just eat lunch at their desks and chat. Mm. And of course, I had to get out of there. <laughs> and I would go sit in my car. And I think this is partially why I wanted to do a podcast is because every day I would go in my car and listen to Don and Mike, mm -hmm. who are really back then, uh, probably 10 years ago or more, great East Coast talk radio guys. Mm -hmm. And then now I think Michael Mara actually has his own podcast and Don Geronimo lives here in Sacramento and does his own show. Mm -hmm. So I try to re reach out to him. Maybe he could be my mentor. That'd be awesome. Don Geronimo. <laughs> Those are great. Any of our East Coast listeners, or especially anyone in the Washington, D.C. area, they're going to totally know who Don and Mike are. Okay. So anyhow, I hated it so much. I'd go in my car, I'd listen to Don and Mike. And I think I've talked about this where I would do this really weird thing where I would drink one soda a day and then I would push all my food <laughs> inside the can. Like any food I didn't eat, I would push. And I always felt like I was being really dangerous because the mouth of the soda can is really sharp. <laughs> Really living on the edge Man. here, Eddie. I hated the job so much. And I don't know if anyone else has a funny on the job story, send it in. Did these women ever like tease you and like, Dan, how come you never have lunch with us? No. You don't want to chat with us? They weren't even like fun women like that. They were like horrible people. So they weren't like Bill O'Reilly's type. No, I'm not even saying they were young or cute. They just weren't like fun they were all miserable. I had no kids at the time, so I couldn't connect with them on any level. Yeah. And I was like a young designer trying to do cool stuff. And they would always pull me back in, making like <laughs> boring ass brochures. I got out of there as fast as I could. I mean, they were nice women, but they were terrible to work with. Yeah. Just terrible. God damn it. So anyhow, the show is almost over, man. We didn't even do questions. We didn't do real treats. Oh, wow. Let's do a couple questions just to, to yep. clear them out a little bit. You got questions? All right, so like the song says, if you have any questions, save for the show.com slash contact. There's a bunch of ways to get a hold of us. Here's a question. If and this is kind of relates to Grant, him being a moist man a little bit. Okay. If one million people a day jerk off in the shower, what happens to all that sperm? <laughs> and so yeah, being a moist man, meaning that you use lubrication mm -hmm. when you jerk off. So I haven't jerked off in the shower in a long time. So that's what, what what's your jerk off routine then? Like, what do you I hear I've in this room? I've talked about this, like the podcast. Studio. Like how much time alone do you have? I mean, I work from home I have hours <laughs> a day, hours a day, Eddie. I can have just stroking my long Johnson while I'm on a conference call. <laughs> you know, it's okay, man. So he's right that my classy. existential crisis is. If you call me during the day and you're a business client of mine, maybe I'm jerking off. It's possible. You'll never know. So, okay. So for you, the only time you're alone is when you're taking a shower. <laughs> Not necessarily. Sometimes, you know, my wife takes the girl somewhere. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah, I've definitely done it in the shower. Anytime your wife takes the girl somewhere on like a Saturday morning, the second they leave, the garage goes down. <laughs> just... Eddie's jerking off. I think, and that's not just you. And I'm just, I'm totally putting words in your yeah, No, off I mean, now. probably. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm firing up the, the PlayStation. <laughs> right. Anything that you're not allowed to do. Yeah. Definitely so. jerk off first. Because that probably <laughs> takes all of two minutes. Yeah. And then it's, it's video game time. Yeah. Well, I don't do it in the shower for two reasons. One, in my house now, it's a shower that's also a bath. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in a bath that my kids take baths in. Oh, yeah. That's so I don't, I don't pee in the shower anymore. Yeah. Like, I can't do any of that. And look, it's not like, what am I going to, like, jerk off in the shower and then the sperms are going <laughs> to swim around in, on my children? <laughs> not really how it works. So for this person's question, all those sperms are just, what, floating in the ocean? <laughs> I mean, doesn't the water go to, like, a treatment plant? 
I, would I think it does. They probably have like a sperm tank. <laughs> they filter it all out. Right. And then they uh, they distill it and send it to sperm banks. They and, just and make yeah. extra money. Would you ever do that? Go to a sperm bank? Give to a sperm bank. Um, If I was in need of cash, yeah. I yeah. would totally do it. Yeah. Would you, you don't think your wife would have a problem with that? No. Or you. Oh, okay. That you like, there's going to be a kid out there that's your kid. Like, can you detach from it that much? Or do you think you'd just have a hard time existentially, again, knowing that there's a kid out there? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it, it just depends on, like, what situation got me to donating my sperm. Like, I wouldn't okay. just do it just like, oh, you know what? I want to go see a movie. Let me go donate my sperm. It'd have right. to be like, you know what? I need I need some crack, and I don't want to suck a dick. Right. It had to be a, a dire circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> Where you, at that point, you need the money. It's life or death. Yeah. I don't care if there's Eddie junior junior exactly yeah there. i'm not just casually going into spring right. <laughs> how much money is it I'd, I'd imagine at least 50 bucks i would think right i mean you're potentially giving another life to to mm -hmm. this bank so what if you and they probably test it too because just like blood once they find out mm -hmm. what your blood type is they may ask you more often hey can you come in and give blood? Oh, yeah. So I wonder after you give sperm once, they test it, and they let you know. They say, hey, you got great sperm. <laughs> Here's your, <laughs> your sperm type. It tastes delicious. Excuse me. It tastes delicious. <laughs> it's strong. And or they say, oh, you know what, Mr. Fields, actually, your sperm is tainted. <laughs> you know, they're very slow. Um, you're old. <laughs> so at that point, we can't accept your sperm anymore. Yeah. Because what if there is a guy who just has like, man great sperm and he gets a lot of money to give it you know i feel like that would be a story like let's say you're super good looking very smart mm -hmm. i mean that's a premium you're healthy oh yeah there's no cancers in your family you know it's like a class world-class sperm yeah you could probably fetch a pretty penny for those well i imagine there's like specialty clinics where you know it's like high class and they have, they probably have like a look book. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, look at these people that you can choose from. Dude, you're probably yeah. exactly right. Yeah. So, But you got to spend way more than if you would go to like the regular neighborhood right. <laughs> sperm bank. But yeah. I'm it sure wouldn't just be like a that. random mystery. Yeah. Like what if you got, you were a, a Mexican gal and you got like an Asian guy sperm <laughs> and then you and your husband, you know, he, or I mean, as a girl though, yeah, I guess you could be single and just cruising there yeah but it's very expensive getting in vitro oh yeah is insanely expensive hundreds of thousands of dollars i think so it's yeah. not just like any bum off the street <laughs> yeah. is just cruising in and gobbling up all the sperm <laughs> yeah, you can't they don't like pregnant. give it to you with like a ziploc no <laughs> and like a turkey baster like all right no. here's the diy fucking instructions right. for you you gotta at least have an appointment <laughs> can't just cruise in yeah no okay fine so i need to look into this <laughs> i need to find out how much and then what you and I should go to a sperm bank and just to feel it out. Cause think about it. Like, let's say you're one of these people that likes to jerk off in public. That's gotta be the ultimate thrill Yeah. because you're getting to do what you want and you're getting paid for it. <laughs> I want to go, I want to go. I want to see the kind of porn. I want to know about it. It probably, I would probably have to put it under the guise of, I want to get my sperm tested because I don't want to go to a clinic and know that there's Dan jr. Yeah. Out there. I don't think I could handle that. I'd feel like I'd have to know. I mean, definitely not at this point in life. No. <laughs> I would not, you know, have, have another kid that I don't know right. for the show. So, for the, oh, sorry, on, man. <laughs> do it for the show. Sorry. Quit being such a pussy. All right, let's do a couple more questions before we run out of time. Uh, somebody writes in, PGW mug? I know at least a thousand people would start drinking coffee for that. I love the show. Thursday. They just wrote, they, they, they ended the show, all caps, Thursday. Okay. So... Nobody on their on earth would probably buy a mug that says pussy on it <laughs> unless it was like ironically or an empowered thing. Mm -hmm. It's that's not necessarily. So PGW though. Yeah. Maybe I should look into that. Like if anyone at home would would buy a mug cuz I'll be honest, the mugs on our current site didn't really sell too hot. Yeah. And I'll put that I'll be honest, Eddie. <laughs> they weren't flying off the shelf and it made me wonder is it the design? is are they too expensive because everything in our store is printed on demand but it's still like a nice enough quality mm -hmm. so i think when we sell a t-shirt we get a dollar mm -hmm. like legitimately a dollar like on teespring and these other websites if you buy a t-shirt for 20 bucks 
the person that's selling it probably gets like 10 or 15. Mm -hmm. But not to go too inside baseball here. So maybe they're too expensive, like 20 bucks for a mug. Yeah. So I don't know if, if anyone wants to be honest and write in and say like, hey, I'd love to buy something, but here's why I don't. Mm -hmm. Or hey, I would love a pussy got wet <laughs> mug. So yeah, that'd be awesome. I like I'm picturing like, have you seen those Zen doodles that are like super intricate? Like, yes, doodles? yes. Like I'm picturing something like that of a like like a vagina, maybe. OK, but you can't tell it's a vagina because right. it's so, you know, intricate and okay. crazy. And then just a classy PGW. <laughs> it's very classy. And it just looks like, you know, like a Zen mug. It sounds so it's like hidden. Yeah. Or it's like one of those illusions from the 80s or 90s <laughs> in the mall. Where you got to like stare at it. Right. Get, get your nose, cross your eyes. What a time. Yeah. What if someone said to you, yeah, in the 90s for a few years in the mall will be these weird pictures that everyone loves. Yeah. I always wanted one when I was a kid. <laughs> I never got one. I was so mad at my parents. I think I got one from the Scholastic Book Club. Oh. I think I ordered one, yeah. Still around, Yeah. by the way. So yeah, anyone who's into that stuff, uh, let us know. Um, oh, here's a quick one. Do you ever wonder how many listeners turn the podcast off when the closing song starts? I do it regularly. So when the closing song starts, five seconds later, there's a great joke. <laughs> there's like a perfect mini joke yeah. right after the show. So maybe if you've heard every show and you just don't give a shit, mm -hmm. turn it off. That's fine. But Amanda Hug and Kiss puts a lot of work into finding like a great isolated ditty. Mm -hmm. And then he even puts an Easter egg sometimes at the end. <laughs> We're like, and I go through and like I said, I'm very shrewd about show ends. Three seconds later, I'm trying to pipe that. Mm -hmm. My voice again. Eddie laughing again. Like, yeah. here it is. It's not like three minutes of song and then the clip comes in. And same with the Easter egg. This is not Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you don't have to sit through two minutes of credits in order to get yeah. the funny scene. It's immediately, there's another little thing taken out of context of me saying, like, I love black dicks. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. So stick around. Okay. <laughs> God damn he loves it. black dicks out of nowhere. So <laughs> if you're a black man, just run up on Dan with your dick. Do it. <laughs> jump out of a bush and he'll love it. Don't take this out of context <laughs> either. Uh, what else? You know what? Let's, uh, we haven't done real treat. What oh, you call it? Let's do real treat. We'll do more questions next week. Uh, here we go. It's that time again. Come on. If it's Bailey's in your coffee, on us beating your meat. Come on, Dan and Eddie. Tell me what's a real treat. All right, Eddie, what is your real treat this week? My real treat is a TV show that I think is on the USA Network. Yeah? Um, and it's called Colony. Have Colony. you heard of this show? No, I have not. It's with, uh, the main characters are Sawyer from Lost. I'm in. And Lori from The Walking Dead. What? She I'm plays totally in. Yeah, and it's about. Sounds great. It's like, it's set a year after aliens invade uh, the Earth and they place like a huge wall around like LA and mm -hmm. like the greater LA area. Okay. And um so like at the, there's a resistance trying to fight these aliens and then there's like the occupation who are like the obedient humans mm. that are trying to control the people because you know these aliens told them that right. basically if you do what we say then you guys will be cool or whatever. It sounds mysterious. It is. There's a lot of, you know, like a lot of cat and mouse right. like who's good, shit. who's bad. Exactly. Okay. Um but it's I mean it's not like the best show but I find it entertaining and I like that type of shit so I love a good USA. Yeah. Uh, pseudo action drama. Yeah, and it's a thing. little it's a little grittier than they usually you know like do shows on USA. Mm -hmm. um, like they they say shit, so you know, Ooh. and it's pretty violent. There's um you know some sex scenes where some boobs are <laughs> tastefully go uh, covered. on, but um, okay, yeah, it's I I think it's 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 more of a serious show than you would expect for mm -hmm. the material. But um, what it it probably ties it back to our real life now of just feeling scared and yeah who's friend who's foe blah 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 i mean that's something we can all identify with yeah totally these days sounds great yeah colony i'll check it out. it out i love sawyer yeah is, awesome. he, is he still just like does he have like shoulder length hair yes, it's the, like i just rugged. Thought, i think it, it might be like a spinoff of lost and this is like sawyer before he got to the island love it i love <laughs> that guy son of a bitch <laughs> mine is actually media as well which we've been doing a lot lately i've really been trying to read books and I wasn't kidding about the library. So my wife said, Hey, this book is really popular right now or 
because she can see what books people are checking out of the library. Mm -hmm. And she said, this sounds like something you would like. And I love it. It's a book called The Nicks, N-I-X, by a guy named Nathan Hill. And it's a couple things about it. Like it's, it's a story Mm -hmm. and it's just like such a fun, good story. It's satiric. It's, it's about a guy nowadays. So it's a modern thing, Mm -hmm. but he's, it's also written about him as a kid. It's not an autobiography and I can't even really describe what the story is about without spoiling it, but it's just about a person and finding out who he is, discovering about who his mom really is Mm -hmm. and who he thought she was. But then there's lots of really interesting things about ghosts in it. It's not a fantasy book. I'm really doing a bad job pitching this, <laughs> but if you like a great story and it's so well written and it talks about when he was growing up in the eighties, so I can identify with that. I don't know if you just like a really, really good story. I'm riveted <laughs> to it. It's called the Knicks. Okay. I mean, read the dust jacket, read the the synopsis of it. And even after you read that, you might think, huh, this doesn't sound that great. But after reading 20 pages of it, I was hooked. Do you know why it's called the Knicks? The Knicks refers to a kind of ghost. Okay. Where we all have Nixes in our life where it's a a mystical ghost, but it's not it's not about ghosts <laughs> at all. It's it's just it's it's very complicated to describe, but it's very good. Okay. Check it out. Check it out, guys. The Knicks. All right. Enough. <laughs> We're fatigued, Eddie. The show's over. Uh for this week, for the the sh- the song, mm-hmm. which I hope everyone sticks around for. Uh, this is from Amanda Hug and Kiss. It's from episode 174, which he titled Night Hands. And the song is called Night Sweats by The Guts. Okay. So listen to it. I'm sure it's great. And that's it. Otherwise, this has been episode 238 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. I'm in my new house. I want to ask you a question about your wife, mm-hmm. Kristen, if this is something you do. So speaking of sleeping, I my wife is sleeping through the night again because mm-hmm. my baby is sleeping through the night. Hallelujah. <laughs> I mean, for anyone that has kids, when that happens, there's nothing else like it. Yeah. You know, for like a year and a half or more, my baby would wake up in the middle of the night. My wife would feed her milk. And now my baby sleeps through the night. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I, for a long time, though, <clears throat> back in the day would do this. And it kind of got really bad where I would touch my wife. In the middle of the night, like really inappropriately. Like I never like sleep raped her or anything. While you were sleeping? Yes. Okay. And I would wake up and this is like hand to God. Yeah. I mean, it took me this happening three or four times before she actually believed me that I wasn't trying to do this. (laughs) And I never, like, like I said, I never forced myself on her, Mm -hmm. but it was always my hands. Like I would always like put my hand in her crotch (laughs) or I would put my hand up her shirt and she'd be like, no, like it's three in the morning. We're sleeping. Now, listen, sometimes, especially when you first start dating, that can lead to something, (laughs) you know, that can lead to some sleepy time sex. Yeah. But, you know, not when you're, you know, in your mid thirties and (laughs) you're over that shit. So it hasn't happened in a long time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, but for a minute there, it kind of got bad where like, she was just annoyed because every other night I'd be all over. I'd wake her up. Yeah. I'm trying to like finger bang her while she was like sleeping. And then it stopped. Well, it's back. <laughs> and I feel really bad. And I don't know why it's back. And I don't know if it's related to us both getting better night's sleep. Mm-hmm. So maybe when I'm in my REM, I get a little horny. <laughs> I don't know what it is. So the other night, and this is gross. It was it was hot in the house because she fell asleep with like a sweater on or something. Mm-hmm. And then I did my move where in the middle of the night I I went I went underneath her shirt. <laughs> except she was super sweaty. And then it that woke me up that she was really sweaty, mm-hmm. but I liked it. <laughs> she was like it felt like she was like in Mexico. <laughs> like it was that hot. She was so sweaty. And I thought to myself, like, am I a guy now that likes a sweaty wife? <laughs> Is this a new keyword search for me on the red tube? Sweatymoms.com. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. Is that weird that you like a like a sweaty gal? Uh I don't I don't think it's it's weird. because um, I mean, you get sweaty if you're you know, if you're doing it. That's true, but this if was, you're doing it right. That's right, buddy. <laughs> This was really wet. Yeah. Like, boobs well, got wet. Yeah. <laughs> boobs got wet. Super and then you, wet. Did you drink off of the sweat? No, but I smelled it. <laughs> I pulled it out, and I was like, mm, 
because I love the way my wife smells. Yeah. Like sometimes I'll smell her pits, and it's seriously like <laughs> like doing a line of coke. I'm serious. So she's either like a little ripe, like just a tiny bit of ripe mixed with her deodorant, which is some like Dove, yeah, softy whatever. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. I want to bottle that up. So when I'm an old man, I can sniff it and remember when my dick is shooting powdered milk. Good old days. Good old days. I think uh, you should shut your fucking mouth and be happy that she gets anywhere near your penis. Yeah. Um, Seriously. Yeah. I, congratulations that she swallowed on your birthday, but mm-hmm. I agree with your girlfriend. That was a, a birthday thing. Mm-hmm. If, um, if, if you don't want to get your dick sucked because she won't swallow, then you got something wrong with you, man. Yeah. I, I, I would love to have my dick sucked and not even finish. Just, Start me up. Just, yeah. <laughs> Rev the engine. You know what I'm saying? Like Sometimes yeah. I say it to my wife. I'm just like, just, you know, just like, just suck my dick a little yeah. bit. <laughs> and she says, no. 